Hello. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I think it's working. It's working. Ah, okay, we figured it out. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm not gonna edit this out because we need to explain why we're so excited. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to? You do it. Okay, so basically, we were doing our merry thing, recording, we had already talked for a bit, and um, so basically, I looked down and it started the recording and it said, like welcome like please invite some friends yeah like it it wasn't working and it wasn't yeah. recording and we had already i don't it didn't even show the time clock the time clock yes of course yeah um it didn't show the clock so i don't know how long we had recorded but i guess like a solid five minutes yeah it was a while like we had already gotten like into my murder not my yeah. murder but like Good job, Moby. You murdered someone. Yeah. And but well, we're about to. <laughs> but then we created a new account. Um. Yeah. So now we figured stuff out. I don't know if this is gonna go onto the other account too, though. It won't. Okay. I well. just record with you. All right. Well. Okay. So. Cool. Sorry, com- everyone. Yeah, I am. Completely restating what I said last time, so I'm sorry if it's very rushed, because... We're tired. I, We've been trying yeah. to get this up for, like, 20 minutes. No, for, like, an hour. Yeah, it's been a long time. We started recording at 4.22. Oh, my God. It's, like, And it's currently 5.17. <laughs> God. Okay. So, All right. So, for being gone, or for us being gone for so long... Yeah, it's just pretty much us putting it off and being <laughs> me putting it off. Thank you. I've had these notes ready for a full three days. I did these notes like two hours ago. Yeah, no, I I did these sitting in the place where it's the conspiracy theories about. Wow. So, um, basically, so we got out of school, finished our exams. Right out of school, Nobi, you went to a, you went on vacation with one of our friends, Dare. You went on vacation with her. I did. And then you went home. I did. And then you went on vacation with me the (laughs) next week to the exact, I'm not the exact same place, but pretty much the same beach. Um, yes, I had to wash all my clothes. It was great. (laughs) Um. So yeah, that's the basically why we, why we've been gone. And well, then I got back from Colorado a few days ago. Yeah, and I went off to summer camp. Woo. Oof, it sucked. <laughs> Nobody got to play with a Ouija board, even though well, it was made of cardboard. It was fake, and I'm going to play with a Ouija board. No, you aren't. I have to. No. So, so a girl in my cabin, I've known her before. We went, we go to school together. She bought a Ouija board and is going to invite me over to play with no. said Ouija board. And I told her not to buy it. She did anyways. So now I'm kind of obligated no to play with it. Okay, it- at least it's not going to be at your house, so you don't yeah. have to deal with all of the freaky crap. She asked me, like, hey, can I bring it over to your house? And I was like, no! no my mom! How no, old I'm... is your house? Like, 100 years old. So, if there's not already ghosts there, 
we do not want to invite demon friends to. Oh, yeah, there's totally ghosts here. Like, when I was writing these notes, I heard, like, things walking up the stairs, and I was like, Bo, my dog, what what you doing? (laughs) Bo is my dog's name, by the way. But it wasn't, and it scared me. But it's okay. Then I saw a bird on my... Oh, not a bird. Well, it was it was on my window seal, and I got really excited, and I was trying to take a video of it, but flew away, and I got really sad. Oh. See, okay, I'm currently sitting in my basement, and when I walked into the room that I'm recording in, um, I like I've always been kind of skeptical because there are a bunch of chairs in here, and ever since I was younger, I always thought that there was a there that there was going to be a person hiding behind the chairs because they're like these big recliners i'm sorry i know i'm rich yes (laughs) we all know you're rich we go to a freaking private school what do you know what do you think um but so i walk in and there's this stack of dvds in front and it looks like a person laying down and then and then i see a like this sounds so cliche, but, like, a black figure moved behind the chairs. And so I got done spooked. And so I literally walked around. This is not a very big room. Like, it's maybe 10 feet by, like, 7. I don't know. It's not very big. But I spent the whole time, like, walking around this room, and I kicked the curtains that are behind me, and talking about it now, I'm kind of nervous that there's going to be a murderer behind this, but that's fine. Yeah, I literally just ignored it. I was like, okay, you do you. I'm just going to keep researching. (laughs) You've also, like, lived in your house. Like, my house, my parents bought it right out of construction. So, like... And they bought it before I was born, but not very long. Before. Like, I don't know. All yeah. I know is my mother was pregnant when she bought this house. The girl I'm playing the Ouija board with, she witnessed a ghost experience at my house. Oh, crap. Yeah, it was a few years ago. And me Ooh. and a, it was three of us. It was me and two other girls. And me and this other girl. Um, wait, wait. Was it girls you go to camp with? Yeah. Those two? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But, um, so me and this other girl, we were in, like, the downstairs area room. It was, like, we were in the hallway. And she was walking down the stairs. So the hallway is in the middle of the house. And my room, my old room, is in the back of the house. And then the stairs are leading up to the attic is in my room. And, and they, so- are, they are so near. Like, I went to her house a few days ago. Not, like, a week, two weeks ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. And those stairs are like they're serial steep. killers. Steep, yeah, they're steep narrow. and narrow. They're creepy. But so she was walking down the stairs, and all of a sudden, she comes running into the hallway, like panting and really scared. And then she goes, I just heard the biggest jump. Like she said, it sounded like somebody just jumped from like the second stair onto the floor, and it like it was a huge thump. And wait, we like the second stair from the top? No, like, the second stair, like, from the bottom, like, two stairs up. But it was, like, a heavy person. Yeah, like, a thump. Ooh, dang. Yeah, and she was, like, that was so scary. And we were, like, it was probably just, like, something outside. Because we live pretty close to, like, a really highway. And so we were, like, it was probably something outside. It was, like, not that big of a deal. And then, like, but 
since I've been hearing stuff, I'm like, you know what? That sounds kind of plausible. That could happen. And also since, like, I don't know about you, but I'm, like, I don't, like, I'm kind of a skeptic, but I also do not want to mess with it. Me too. <laughs> yeah. But I'm but you're the one to who's going to play with a Ouija board. It's fine, though. I'll be okay. As a, okay. As long as you don't contact you know who yeah um he oh. must not be named voldemort <laughs> voldemort um okay i'm I'm really nervous to say his name like even though i know that my house isn't really haunted because yeah. i know that no one's died here okay i'm not i'm gonna say it so that you don't accidentally like freaking awaken him from your house <laughs> from your pre-revolutionary war house <laughs> Um, is it, I think it's Zozo. Yeah, it is. He has, like, two names. He does. At the Ouija board at camp, it started, um, counting down. Bro. Yeah, yeah and it spelled it out. But we don't know if that was another person who did it. But How it was many creepy. people were playing it? It was just me and this other girl. Um, so, it was me and her and everybody else in the cabin. Like, they were, like, watching. S- there were, like, one, two, three. There were, like, seven people in this cabin, like, seven girls, and so our counselor was in her little room, and then, like, four of the girls were out taking showers, and then, like, the, well, not taking showers, but they were just out, and then there, there were, like, So there three, were three people around the board? Yeah, there were three people watching, and there was us two. So, we were playing, and we had, like, a little, like, fake, flimsy little... Planchette? Yeah, I don't know what That's what called. the little, uh... Thing that you put your hands on is called yeah but um we were moving around we were playing and um all of, all of a sudden we took our hands off i know we're not supposed to do that but we did it because she wanted to break all the rules so i was just like okay and so oh, we were playing no. the game we said hi we met this ghost named henry he was super nice he said he hated us though same yeah he <laughs> said he didn't like us and we were like all right well whatever henry and so we were just, we were playing it normally, and then all of a sudden she was like, you know, we should break the rules. And I was like, no, but Henry's nice. And she was like, we should break the rules. And I was like, fine. Please tell me that you at least <laughs> at some point said goodbye to him. Yeah, we said goodbye to Henry. Okay, good. But there's more. So we... Oh, no. Well, actually, no, we didn't say goodbye to Henry. Sorry. No, be. But so we took our hands off the thing, and then all of a sudden, the thing flew off the board and landed on the girl who was sitting, like on the other end of the Ouija board and she, but then she wasn't playing. It just landed in her lap and she was like, Whoa. And like, since this thing was super flimsy, we thought, okay, maybe there's like a breeze or somebody moved in the background and it just like blew off. But like, it like, woo, it was creepy. And this, my friend is why I'm never messing with anything. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were like, Oh, Henry, what are you doing, man? And so we just kept playing with him and then we ended it. We didn't end it, though. We, like, didn't... She ripped up the board. The girl who... The other girl who was playing ripped it up and didn't say goodbye. And I was like, what are you doing? And she was like, whatever. Wait, did y'all at least, like, research what to do before? No. (laughs) Okay, so you could possibly be possessed, and I don't know. Yeah, no preparation for this. We just made it and played with it. But anyways, we were playing the second game and then it started counting down but we stopped it before it could finish but it was still starting to count down it was really creepy and everybody was freaking out and i was just like 
well, what are you going to do? <laughs> and, every, and everybody's screaming. And I was like, everybody, just calm down. Well, we got it. We, it'll be fine. And so we said goodbye to this one. But it was really weird. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You're officially a moron. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Actually, you're always a moron, but. Oh, well. Okay. Um, Jenna, like, I've never had, like, any true experience, like, like, I've never had any experiences where it was, like, okay, that was a ghost. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, like, already I grew, I've grown up, like, pretty religious, also known as I was forced into church. Um, but, I mean, so are you, but I guess your family's a bit more chill. Oh, my family's really chill. They're, it's just my grandparents. Yeah, like, no, like, my, my immediate family, like, my mom, my dad, my, and my sister, they're all pretty religious, and I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, my dad's a hardcore atheist, but my mom and, my mom's pretty chill. She's, like, fine with whatever. She's flowy. Yeah, I know. I'm, like, I think that there's something there, but I, I think that there's a, like, I don't, I don't even know. I'm not going to try and to try to explain it. Um, this is not a religious podcast. And neither is it a ghost one. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about ghosty there. Anyways, whatever. It's fine. Um, but, you know, like, there have been a few times, like, actually last week when I was up in Colorado, um, I was at what Noby calls a cult. <laughs> it is a cult. It's not. <laughs> when you come over to my house, I'll show you the videos because we have, like, multiple years of video because I've gone to this place since I was like four I think um and yeah whenever you come over to my house next I'll show you all the videos it's not a cult I swear um but basically like there's no there's wi-fi in one spot and barely any service in the rest um but I was walking up to my cabin, and it was really late. My parents were talking to some people, and my sister was down at, like, what we call the Coco Cabana, which is the uh, – it's, like, the dining hall. Yeah. Um, but I was walking up to my cabin, and it's, a, it's not a super long walk, but it's maybe a quarter of a mile. Um, but granted, anything makes you feel like you're running a mile when you're at almost 10,000 feet. So, um, but I, I was walking up and it was dark and I had my phone flashlight on. Oh, excuse me. (coughs) I'm going to have to edit that out. Disgusting. (laughs) It's what your face is. Oh, Okay. We're turning into Dan info. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. But, um, so I was walking up and I saw this person, like, not quite a kid figure, but like. Ew. Like, it was a little bit shorter than you. And how tall are you? Like, small. That's it. I'm short. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like five. Not even. I don't know. No, no. You're like five. You're, like, five foot. Pretty much. It was Let's just prob- go with that. It was probably, like, 4'11". Like, it was about your size. And I saw it run by in the corner of my eye. Ew. But the thing was, like, 
everyone there, it's a ranch. So, like, you wear jeans, a flannel, and a shirt. And then, like, tennis shoes or boots. Like, that's just what you wear. Because it's kind of cult. Like, all this... Okay, I'm, it's not a cult. <laughs> <laughs> you just admitted to it. You're so... I did not... No, okay. It's, like, 60 degrees up there. It's really nice weather. Okay. Compared down here, where it's, like, 200% humidity all the time. And you walk out, and you're instantly drenched in sweat. Mm. We live in the South, by the way. Georgia. We home of kudzu and peaches and peanuts. Woo. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh dang, we've already been talking for yeah, like we've been talking minutes. for so long. It's fine. These can be long. People yeah. will have to suffer. It's fine. If you don't like the ghost stuff, well, just skip this. If you like the ghost stuff, then, then keep stay. listening. But we're getting off track, so it ran by me. But it was in a dress. A and dress? Like, yeah. Like, it was like calf length in a dress. Okay. And what was weird was like, a few, like, this is a place that's been around since like, the 1830s. Yeah. Um. So like, I would not be surprised if there was some spooky crap that happened there. But that day, like, there was a little girl who was in a dress, like, that was a guest there, but she was, she was probably about six and definitely not that tall. Weird. So it freaked me out. I would freaking bolt. I would just run. <laughs> I don't even care what direction. I just go. Well, it was like, okay, so... The path, uh, I'm not even going to try to explain it because I'm very bad at this, but it was a path that, like, forked, and I was walking, and then I turned to walk up to my cabin, which isn't a very long stretch, but I saw her run across the basketball court, which is, like, right, it's to my left. If I'm standing there and I'm looking up the, what's the path? To my cabin and looking straight at my cabin. The basketball court is at my left. Weird. And this kid was like sprinting. (laughs) And that is not easy at 10,000 feet. (laughs) Naruto running to Area 51. (laughs) God. God. (laughs) Honestly, let's go to Area 51. Yo, let's like break in. I know the date. September 20th, let's Naruto run to break into Naruto. Area 51. Yes. They can't shoot us all. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We've been talking for literally, like, almost 20 minutes. minutes. Okay. Okay. It's fine. Um, So, should we vine? Vine. Yes. (laughs) All right, Amelia, what is is your vine? So, basically, I've said this the past few weeks, but for this month... I forgot what I said last time. Oh, I know. Okay. So, could you even hear those snaps? Yeah. Okay, good. Because otherwise I was just going to be an awkward silence. But, so, I was in Colorado, as I mentioned before. And, um, 
what the heck? Sorry, my screen keeps going black. Um, so I was in Colorado, but the only reason I choose this vine is because I was there. Is the say Colorado? I'm a giraffe. <laughs> that just because it's very like random, and that's basically how it was this past week. Just very, very random. Crazy. It's crazy. And also, like I said before, I know I've said this before, but the Grinch, again, because that's just my everyday mood. Hashtag mood. And especially after the experience that we just went through. Did we explain it? Explain what? Oh, yeah. The getting the thing started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first thing that we said. So... We're both about ready to kill someone. Yeah, I'm, like, already over this. This has taken, like, an hour longer than it should have. (laughs) Yeah, it really should. Yeah. Yeah, it should have only taken, like, 45 minutes, but no, it's taken us an hour and 30, so. Yeah. Okay, so what is your vine for the month? Okay, my vine for the month is... Um... (laughs) Why are you you kidding me? Why are you mad when you can be glad? Spray's glad bottle. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. That is that is just my that's my vine. That's what I'm feeling. Honestly, that whoever that girl is, I freaking love her. I think she's a YouTube channel, but I'm not sure. Ooh, really? Yeah. Awesome. I don't know her name though. Okay. So considering we have spent the last twenty one minutes rambling talking about ghosts, which this podcast isn't even about. It's fine. The people can deal. <laughs> that would, we... Okay, that would be me as like a president. <laughs> be, like, It'd be the worst. Seriously, it, but the best thing is, is the fact that I'm going to be running for class president. <laughs> I'm not voting for you. Oh, you better. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Dare. <laughs> oh god, I don't even think that she's considering running anymore. I don't know. Oof, whatever. Okay, she won't hear this for another month because she's at a camp in Colorado. So, yep. All right. So, should we? Wait, we can talk trash about her. No, we're not going to talk trash about her. Okay. Yes. Do begin on your murder. Yeah. Murder. Yeah. Murder. Speaking of ghosts, this is what causes them. Oh, crap. Okay. Wait. Actually, before I start, (laughs) another topic. I went on a ghost tour. <gasps> really? Yeah, in Asheville. So I went to Asheville er- earlier this week for a few days with my very distant cousins. I don't even know how we're related, but we're related. So I went to Asheville with them and my mom, and we went on a ghost tour. It was around Asheville. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. He told us about grisly murders that happened there. Yes. I should have done Wait, one of those. How were your uh, cousins dealing with it? Were they like, ew, that's so weird? They were actually, they were actually fine with it. Like, they were first really scared to go, but, like, they mostly were fine. They kind of just sat back and talked to each other in German. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You could feel excluded. Okay. So, our school, because we go to a rich private school, ew, um, we get a trip week, even though it's only three days, where we get to go places. And so... What the trips are supposed to be is in sixth grade, you go to Atlanta. Atlanta. 
oh, well, we just pinpointed our location. That's fine. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to get murdered. Georgia's a semi-big state. It's fun. Um, so we go to Atlanta. And then what you're supposed to do is in seventh grade, you get to go to Disney. But we didn't Guess go. Where we got to go. We went to Columbus, middle Georgia. Georgia. Yay. Yeah. And <laughs> the fishing place. Anyone who went on trip week with us knows about the fishing place. Yeah, we had to fish. It sucked. It was hot. It was we gross. We had to use frozen hot dogs. I caught a fish. You I, caught a leaf. Oh, yeah, a leaf. I don't know why I said fish. <laughs> I didn't catch a fish. Um, this lady, I was talking to this person. Um, not going to say his name, but um, we were talking, having casual conversation. And then this lady just came up and yelled at us. And I was like, what? <laughs> And then Please just, chill. Yeah, I was like, we're just talking, and then she threw hot dogs at us. <laughs> it's like, um, no. And so that was the fishing place, and then we got and... stuck in our hotel room. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, should we talk about that this episode? Let's no. just do it really short, though. Okay, wait. But it's already been twenty-five minutes of us rambling. Should we like? We can we can tell it at the end. Yeah. Okay, so. We got stuck in our hotel room, which is going to come, I think, at the end of the episode. Yeah, we'll just tell that at the end. Right now, we need to get to the murder. All right. Okay. Basic. Wait, no. Okay. Quick, because we got on this tangent because of your ghost tour. Okay. So, we were supposed to go to Disney, but we went to Columbus, which really sucked. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, but in eighth grade this year, yeah, we're still middle school. I know. We're losers. (laughs) Um, so, so basically, I have to edit this together, so it's going to sound weird, but, um, basically, during eighth grade, we're supposed to go to Charleston, and you're, it's, like, my mom, who's a teacher at my school, she has gone on this trip, like, three years, and it's actually really cool, and you get to go on a ghost tour, it's pretty cool. It sounded really awesome. Yeah. But I was asking her about it and we aren't going. Yeah. So honestly, I'd much rather go to Charleston than a beach. And I'm pretty sure everybody else in the entire our entire grade would rather go to a beach so they could tan or whatever. But I want to go on a freaking ghost tour. I'm pale. Me too. I'm like, ugly, I'm pale, and I don't like myself. I'm yeah. like everyone else. Like Yeah, no. And I don't want to have to shave for those hooligans. I know. Like, I have to put effort into how I look. Like, these people don't deserve that. Yeah. Jerks. They don't deserve to see me at my best. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> these people just don't even deserve to be in my presence. <laughs> I know, because I'm just too amazing. But, yeah, so I was talking to her about it. And I texted you, and we were both so mad. Enraged. It sucked. Because before, like, a few days before, you had been like, oh, I'm so excited for the 8th grade trip. We get to go on that ghost tour. Stoked. And whoop-dee-doo, (laughs) whoop-dee-dee. Didn't happen. We are going to a freaking beach. Yeah, like, we've gotten crap trips the past two years i know they all i mean okay they weren't super crap like there were a few good times from the last one like 
the hotel that, incident that we're going to talk about later. That was pretty fun, except for the aftermath of being, like, super tired and losing, like, six hours of sleep. Okay, this was on the first night. Yeah, so, like, the rest of the week, we were just tired. Yeah. But the thing is, this is only a three-day trip, so we lost our one night of sleep in a hotel room. Uh-huh. So we literally just kind of slept on the bus during the middle of the rides. Like, yeah. we got, like, five-minute sleeps, so. It was not good. Yeah. But, okay. Would you care to tell me about your murder? Yes, let's let's do the murder, because this has taken long enough. Yeah. So, my murder is John Benet Ramsey. Okay. He is a beauty queen. She was, like, kind of a celebrity. She's from Boulder, Colorado, I think. Woo! So, let's, let's, let's begin. So, I'm not going to make a reference. I'm not going to. Don't. In the early mornings of December 26, 1996, John and Patsy Ramsey woke up to find their six-year-old daughter, John Benet, missing from her bed. It, this was, like, really early in the morning, like, four, three. I keep forgetting they're... that she's six. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Disgusting child. I know. But, uh... Stop interrupting me. Okay. They were getting up super early because they were, like, packing for a trip they were about to go on. Oh, crap. So, great. Well, while they were looking for her, a ransom note on the stairs. Oh, crap. So, I'm going to read the note, and I'm not going to fail. Yeah, last time we tried to read this note, it did not go well can't read yeah so here we go mr ramsey listen carefully we are a group of individuals that represent a small foreign foundation we respect your business but not the country it serves at this so the mafia pretty much yeah i think i heard something about this case where that um he was involved in like a bunch of italian mafia stuff like he was crap yeah it, it was and like they didn't like it, so that was a clue. But I don't, I don't know. I think they might have disproved that. Hmm. At this time, we have your daughter in our possessions. She is safe and unharmed. And if you want to, if she wants to see 1997, you must follow our instructions to this letter. You will withdraw 118,000 from your bank account. Um, 100,000 will be in a hundred dollar bills. And the remaining eighteen thousand will be in twenty dollar bills. Make sure that you bring a. Don't know what this word is. Wait. Okay. What can they look up? Actually, I'm just gonna link it if I can figure out how to. So. So. Something. Something. Size. Attached to the bank. When you get home, you will put the money in a brown paper bag. I will call you between B. Wait. I will call you between 3 and 10 tomorrow to instruct you in a delivery. The delivery will be exhausted, so I advise you be rested. It, we monitor you getting the money early. We might call you early to arrange an early delivery. I don't know where the freaking letter went. I'm just going to say of the money. So, there we go. That was a very pitiful reading. 
ransom note. But whatever. Who, who it's fine. So. So tell me about her murder. Oh, I can hear you. Okay, sorry. I couldn't hear you for a minute. We're going to have to edit that out. Oh, it's fine. Crap. All right. So there were no signs of... By the way. Okay. Even, even though the note said not to call the police... <laughs> They did it anyway. You moron. Yeah, they did it anyway. And the police arrived at 5.55 a.m. and searched the house, but not the basement. You morons. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't search the basement. So later that morning, the body was eventually found in the basement of the house. Bro. Um, So while they were investigating before they found the body, there were lots of mistakes made in the investigation. Like... The family was allowed to roam free through the house, except for John Bonet's room. Like they, they police lined John Bonet's room, but the family was still around to interact with the house. And wait, make- wait, wait, wait. What year is this? Nineteen ninety-six. Okay, so exactly. Me and my limited knowledge because of criminal minds and bad studying. Are yeah. you kidding me? Exactly. Like there is so much, probably so much evidence that just gone to waste wait okay okay i have a little note that kind of does like adds this together or that kind of pertains to this but there was once a series of murders um or murders where the same dna was found but they couldn't trace it because the person wasn't in the system and these were like all over the country um and then they found out that the DNA that they found was of a, like, one of those cotton swabs that they use was the DNA of a person who tested them. And the DNA was accidentally on all of those Q-tips. How? So the person was completely innocent. They just tested the Q-tips. <laughs> That's such a coincidence. That's so weird. Well, it was, like, yeah. I don't know. I just read about it somewhere. Um, and it was really cool. But they were called, like, the unknown DNA killer for a long time. And they were trying to connect all of these murders. But they were in no way connected. And just... Weird. Okay. Sorry, continue. Um, yeah, it's fine. So... During the autopsy of her body, they discovered she died from strangulation and her skull was fractured. Her mouth had been covered in duct tape and her wrists and neck were wrapped with a white cord. Ooh. Wait, not her feet? No, just her wrists and neck. Huh. She was like a six-year-old, so it was probably not. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm still thinking like 12. Yeah, she was six, so she's tiny. Okay. So, the case is unsolved to this day, but there are the two most popular theories are number one, the family theory. Mm-hmm. So, the theory is that her parents killed her. So there's like some evidence about this, but I don't really believe this one. So, personally. wait, what was the evidence? I'm reading it right now. Oh, sorry. The police on the case mostly focused on interviewing and investigating her family, and like nobody else. So. The police felt the ransom note was a staged because it was unusually long and written with a pen and paper that was, like, the Ramsey's piece of paper and pen. Mm-hmm. 
and it demanded the exact amount of money John had received as a bonus earlier that year. Oh, dang. Yeah, so. Coincidence? I think not. So the police made them submit a handwriting sample to compare the ransom note letter. Mm-hmm. And both John and Burke, Burke is um, John Bonet's little brother. Um, yeah, he was like five at this time, so I don't know why, but whatever. You're going to kill your sister. Yeah. I mean, but- granted, maybe. <laughs> but both John and Burke were cleared, but pa- pa- pasties, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Um, came back inclusive, inconclusive. So. Oop. so the media mostly believes this theory, and they also went to court for the murder, but the jury said there was not enough evidence, so mm-hmm. they didn't get charged with anything. So the second theory is an intruder theory. I think this is a lot more plausible than the family one, because there's just a lot more physical evidence for it. Mm-hmm. So, the intruder theory um, is that, obviously, an intruder came in. Wait, was there forced entry? No, but there is, like, some detail telling how he could get in. So, they found a boot print next to John Benet's body that didn't match any of the family's shoes or shoe sizes. Mm-hmm. There was also a broken window in the basement, which the police believed to be the way the intruder entered the house. Okay, so there was forced entry, possibly. Well, I don't know if they meant broken as in, like, the window glass pane was broken, or as in, like, a latch that didn't lock was broken, so they could just push it up. They probably mean, like, the glass was broken. I don't know, because then they wouldn't have said no sign of forced entry. True. So it was probably the other one. Yeah. Yeah, so there were drops of an unknown man's blood on John Bonet. And on the floor of the house, they were they were heavily carpeted so that it could have been easy for him to carry her downstairs without waking any of the family. Okay. And the most famous suspect was a man named John Carr. And here's the weird thing. In 2006, he was arrested for confessing to killing her by accident after drugging her for no reason. Ah, uh, yes, I'm just going to break into someone's house and drug their six-year-old. Yeah, but apparently he was, like, obsessed with her, and he'd, like, watch all her beauty pageant things, and, like, he was, like, in love with her. Oh, ew, I'm forgetting that she's six. Yeah, exactly. He's, like, a grown man. It's creepy, but, yeah, so. But, um, Carr was soon dismissed as a suspect because they found no drugs in her system, and the police could not confirm that he was even in Boulder during the time of the murder. Have they ever thought of a date rape drug? Well, no. Because date, because excuse me, date rape drugs like I think rohypsinol, if I'm pronouncing that right, um, it doesn't show up in autopsy reports because yeah. the immune system gets rid of it so fast. Yeah, but I don't think it was him because like, why would it? Why would he leave a ransom note? Because like, if he only wanted her because he was in love with her, why would he want money too? Yeah, and he would kidnap her. Yeah. He Though was, the thing is, if she doesn't submit, considering she's a six-year-old, if she were too, f- like, fighty, t- tough, I don't know, um, and she didn't submit to his fan- fantasy, that could have caused him to kill her. I don't know. But he, but he said it was an accident. Okay. He said he accidentally killed her after he drugged her. Maybe over it? No. No trace of drugs. 
the blood DNA that they found on her body didn't match his either. So oh, okay, he definitely could have been couldn't have been it. So in 2006, this is like a bunch of years later, the Boulder District Attorney Mary Lacey took over the case and said that the intruder theory is more likely and dismissed any of the Ramsey family of being a suspect. Mm-hmm. And also her and her team found more DNA evidence. They found skilled skin cells left by the killer on the body. Ooh, awesome. Yeah. And so in 2010, they closed the case. And then in 2010, they reopened it. And they investigated more into DNA and discovered it might have been two individuals instead of just one. Ooh, I was thinking about that just a few seconds ago. I was thinking, what if it was two? Because that would explain if a woman came in, if it was a woman and a man, a woman came in to persuade her. I mean, you see a nice woman might look vaguely like your mother. You hear her voice also might sound vaguely like your mother. You're six. You're tired. It's about two in the morning. You follow her downstairs because you think that it's your mother and she says you need she needs to show you something or she needs to take you somewhere you follow her the man's already waiting down there well, how did she die again it was strangulation, strangulation. and crushed skull or yeah. fractured yeah man has less i mean empathy for the child strangles her while the woman binds her as she's walking down the stairs easy yeah could be so yeah. In 2016, DNA was sent to be investigated, and it came back that John Bonet's little brother, Burke, did it. But I don't know why. Like, he's literally so young, he couldn't well, have done it. Also, um, it actually takes 11 pounds of pressure to take, to make someone unconscious, and then you have to hold on for an extra, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, like, the only plausible way that he could have done it is maybe he accidentally killed her, like, the skull fractured. And then, like, you know, he accidentally, like, killed her with that and then, like, maybe strangled her for some reason. I don't know. Maybe they are fighting or something. To me, that doesn't make sense. I mean, a five-year-old is going to hit and kick and bite, not strangle. I don't know. Maybe she was already super hurt and, like, I guess maybe the parents just wanted to cover it up. And they didn't want their son to be known as a psycho or whatever. So they just went ahead and... Actually, that has happened quite a few times that I know of. Yeah, maybe... The son hit her, gave her a skull fracture. Then the parents just didn't want their son to be known as a psycho, so they just finished the job. And then, what if? Okay, what if he? What if the younger brother? Okay, we sound so smart, yet also probably very stupid to anyone who's ever studied criminology. Yeah. But if the brother could have, let's say that. Oh, there's my mother walking down the stairs. Okay, let's say the brother pushes her because. I mean, the little boys are pretty, like, they're not super strong, but they're probably strong enough that if she's tired, kind of stumbly, stumbles around, pushes her, she could hit her head on something. Yeah. uh, Like a pipe or something downstairs. Granted, we still don't know what, like, the scene looks like. But, um, maybe the parents, like, since they were super well-known in the community and they had really good jobs and, like... Everybody loved them. They just wanted to keep their... Mm-hmm. See, that sounds pretty plausible. It could happen, but it's kind of unlikely. Well, I mean, it's happened a few times, but also the kids are normally older, about 15. Yeah. I don't know. So, 
honestly, they just, they sued him. They sued the people that accused them of $750 million. Oh, dang. Yeah. And in 2019, the case was closed again, and it still remains unsolved. Ooh, awesome. Yeah. That's that's that, folks. <laughs> and that's the tea. Ugh. Okay. Uh, I I hope they find the killer. Yeah. I mean, it may end up like the Golden State Killer, where, like, in a few years, they're going to find him. Wait, who was the Golden State Killer? Like, I don't know. I don't remember his name. How'd they figure it out? DNA. Oh, cool. There was DNA. The guy was, like, this happened last May, I think. Um, The guy's, like, 70-something. Weird. Though, can you imagine being like, ha, 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 I'm going to die before they catch me, and then they catch you. Yeah, honestly. And you're, like, 70. Psych, we got you, boy. (laughs) I mean, can you imagine, like, finding him? Because he was probably, like, chilling, eating his frozen pizza. Uh, In a retirement home. Watching TV. Chilling with the grandkids, whatever. Yeah, like. (laughs) And they're just like, FBI, open up. (laughs) Like. (laughs) I know. He'd probably be like, well. All right. This is a surprise. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. So, yeah. So, I said before that I was, I was actually at the place. Okay. So, I was actually at the Denver airport, like, three days ago. And I got bored waiting for my plane because we were, like, an hour before there like we were at the gate like an hour before boarding so i wrote down my the conspiracy theories about it and there was a lot that i actually didn't know how many are there i have two full pages oh i had three so yeah but how big did you write really big i write big here, wait, hold up. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, ah. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. I have 24 bullet points. Good for you. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So I'm doing this about the Denver airport, if you couldn't tell before. So... The airport was built in 1995. It went $2 billion over budget. Let, let me say that again. $2 billion. I did not even realize that. I was kind of not listening. But... Over. Over budget. And 16 months how, over schedule. How did they manage to do that? <laughs> it comes in later. The final cost was $4.8 billion. Oh, my God. It's 35,000 acres, which is bigger than, I think it's bigger than, it's either bigger than or as big as Manhattan. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, really? Yeah. No. And the airport before was in the center of town. Like, it was in the center of downtown. And this is a long, this is like 30 minutes up. No, not like 30 minutes, like 15 outside of the city. As big as Manhattan? Wait. Yeah. That is, that's crazy. How do you get around? Oh, they have the plane. For people who aren't from Atlanta or don't travel a lot, the plane train is like, it's the little train that you take in between terminals. Oh, yeah. 
I, so, I holy crap, that's crazy. Why? So, yeah. Um, and if you've been inside of the Denver airport, it's kind of weird because the main place where, like, security is, um, where your gates are, like, everything, if you look up, it's a tent. That's so weird. Like, I'm not joking. It's, like, a, like, maybe, I don't, I don't really know, like, a, a hundred to two hundred feet up, and it's a tent. Freaking airports, man. I know. Like, seriously. Okay. So, 35,000 acres. About as big as Manhattan. So, I'm starting out with the super normal one that everyone knows about how the runways look like a swastika. Which, if you don't know what a swastika is, it's the Nazi symbol. So, the runways look like that. Um, It's... So some one of the representatives of the airport said that it looks like that so that none of the runways or so that all of the runways can be used um, in any weather because none of them overlap. Um, and they actually said the same representative, I think, said, you know, to us, it actually just looks like a pinwheel. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I know that you worked for the Illuminati. <laughs> um, okay. All hail so, the Illuminati. Oh, heck yeah. Um, so this is another pretty famous one about the murals that are by baggage claim. Which, okay, for the past, like, three years, they've been working on them, and I'm kind of worried that they're going to change them. What are they? They're really weird. Here, um, I'll link them in the thing. But and I'll s- send them to you. You can probably after- link them in the bio of our. Podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Just the um, they're really weird, and I'm also going to link the. This sounds super reliable, I know, but I'm going to le- to um, link the BuzzFeed article that I used. <laughs> well, like with conspiracy theories, you can't really get a non-reliable source, you know. Yeah, I've been literally watching so much BuzzFeed Unsolved. This is too broad. I know. I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love them so much. I love them. It's a problem. <laughs> I'm addicted. No, okay. Have you seen, this is a meme, but like when they're standing there and one of, I don't remember their names, but one of them says, don't say a word. And then the other one goes, Fergalicious. And he says, that's a word. And he said, oh, yeah, really? Two days ago, we, when we were playing Scrabble, you said that it wasn't. Oh, uh, yeah. I, their names are like Shane and Ryan, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't watched it in a while. I've been so addicted. It's a problem. Oh, it's just, so good. I need to stop watching. Okay, anyway. Okay, <laughs> murals. Okay. So um, they've been working on them for a while. They might change them, and I'm pretty worried. Okay. And I got this all from BuzzFeed. Okay. So the murals, some people think that it shows how the New World Order will take over. Why would they put that on a mural? Like, way to be obvious, government. Okay, listen. So the artist was Leo Tanguma, I think. Um, So basically, all of this art was approved by the government committees and the mayor of Denver at that time. Why did it need to be approved? You will see how much weirder it gets. Um, 
So it supposedly shows the story of apocalyptic bio-warfare destroying the world. Yummy. I'd love to see that at my local airport. Yay. Just waiting to greet you while you're sleep-deprived and waiting to pick up your bags. Yummy. (laughs) Um, Okay. So one called In Peace and Harmony with Nature. It's supposed to address the destruction of the environment. And it's actually a really pretty one. I guess that's, like, helpful. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a bunch of people of like different of different ethnicities like crowded around a flower, and there's a rainbow in the background, and it's actually really like pretty. That sounds like pretty, like I mean, yeah, like it's pretty cool. But when you look at the other ones, it gets kind of creepy. Yeah, um, children of children of the world dream of peace. Mm-hmm is another one of them. It shows the desire to get rid of violence in society. I mean, that's pretty normal, too. Yeah, like, they're both pretty good things. You know, like, hey, let's not destroy the world so that we don't die in a fiery ball. And, hey, let's not murder each other. Yeah, that honestly just sounds like a more elite version of, like, the posters that you see in, like, your third grade classroom. Yeah. You know? Except, you know, in your third grade classroom, it isn't, don't murder everyone. It's like peace and love. Peace, love, and kindness, my children. But it's like something quirky, like peace, love, and chocolate is all I need in life, you know? Yeah. But whatever. (laughs) No, no. It can be one of those, like, southern white mom shirts that you see that's like, all I need is my wine, my dog, and my southern show. It's like my wine, my dog, and my Jesus. Yes. That's what it is. Oh my, it's like those Wish t-shirts. It's true though. Okay, actually, in one of my, like, used to be friend's house, um, her family's super duper Christian, and so one of her, one of, like, they have these weird signs all around their house, and one of them makes me- Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Every single time I see it. It goes, it says, all I need is my coffee in the morning- and my Jesus in the morning. Oh, Lord. I laugh in their kitchen every time I see <laughs> And their dad always looks at me like I'm crazy. And I'm just I like, don't think I've ever seen her dad. Um, wait, wait. Are you talking about... I'm talking about a completely different person. I don't think you know her. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no. I thought... Okay. I'll I tell you. you. Yeah, I know who you think you're talking about, but I'm talking about Yeah, okay. <laughs> ah. Did you just fall over? They just dropped something. Nice job. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, it looks like one of those third grade posters of don't bully everyone, even though it happens still. Um, <laughs> so, one of, in one of the murals, which I couldn't get the name of, um, but I know where it is in the, it, like, near the baggage claim, I know where it is. Um, yeah. But in that mural, there is a Nazi soldier, or just a soldier, um, and a quote from a 14-year-old child that died in Auschwitz. What? Why, yeah. why is that there? I, and, and, like, I would understand if this airport were built. Like, in like, the times of the or like Yeah, or, like, during, or, like, after... And during the recovery from the Holocaust. Like, I would understand that. Yeah, like, to... But not in 95. That's weird. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, I see you. Yeah. Okay, so one of the former construction workers um, said that the, one of the reasons that it that the airport went so behind schedule, which it went 16 months behind schedule. That's literally like... Or no, no. Over schedule. Yeah. yeah oh, behind yeah. over schedule is the same thing. Um, is because they were working on multiple five, let, just let, think about this for a second, multiple five-story buildings underneath the airport. Why would they need that? Oh, 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 I'm about to get into that. Um, okay, I just need to go through one thing. Um, the same construction worker and a few others said that they were also working on a series of complex tunnels, and that's also why. Ew. Okay, so back to the five-story buildings. Some people think that um, the buildings may mean that there is a huge New World Order command center. In an airport? <laughs> underneath. Underneath the airport. Has anybody tried to go underneath the airport? Like, what about the people? Like, I don't know. You can't. Work there? I know, no, like, underneath the airport, underneath any airport is, I'm pretty sure, like, only certain people. Dig down. Bring a shovel to the airport and dig. But, like, even the, um, the only thing that's underground that people can access, that, like, normal TSA agent, because remember, the people who work there are, like, TSA agents and people who work on the train system because people who are on the train system are the only ones allowed in the tunnels and I've never seen any of them weird for and like I can ask my dad but he's gone right now um if he's ever seen anyone in like any of the airports that he's gone to that works on the tunnels but they're the only ones that are allowed inside the tunnel that's creepy. Man. I said tunnel a lot, but that's fine. Um, so, another thing that some people think is that these buildings and tunnels are post-apocalyptic bunkers for elites, like billionaires or politicians. I mean, it could be. Yeah. And then tying back to our, uh, yeah, our first episode um, is... There, that there's a FEMA concentration camp underneath. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, like, you know, it could be like, you know, if you're rich, like, apocalypse is coming. If you're rich, come and buy your nice luxury apocalypse dens down in the Denver airport. And then the rest of you guys are stuck in Walmart. Sorry, guys. Yeah. You know, that could be it. You know? Yeah. Um, so... That's what some people think, the command center, post-apocalyptic bunkers, and then FEMA concentration camp. Excuse me. Um, we later learned that the tunnels were actually for the airport's rail system, which I've mentioned before. Yeah, that makes sense. But there are still, like, there are still a bunch that, you know, veer off and... Stuff like that. Like, I mean, I was in there, like, three days ago, and I remember seeing all of these tunnels that go off. So, that still does not explain the five-story buildings. 
maybe maybe the people who saying. are working on them are just crazy. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I would be too if I was working in an airport that could possibly hold the Illuminati. Illuminati. We Woo. love you. We actually have it in our podcast logo. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Even, I didn't even remember that. Yeah. Okay. Um okay, so now we're on to the dedication stone. What? The dedication stone. It's like never heard of her. This company or this person helped pay for the Okay. So You'll like probably a get sponsorship kind of, yeah. So the dedication stone has stuff from secret societies. Huh? Yeah. So How do they know it's secret society if it's a secret society? Listen, listen. It shows <laughs> the symbol of Freemasons. And the Freemasons are a real so- secret society. How do they know if it's a secret society if it's secret? It's huh? It's just really hard to get into. Oh. I get you. I see you. Like, yeah, it's like a trying to get into the cool kids club. I want to be like the cool kids. Okay, stop. We're going to get copyrighted. The cool kids. (laughs) I have to edit all of this. (laughs) All right. I'm going to edit too. You're going to edit it, and then I'm going to go back, and I'm going to re-edit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, back. Um. It shows the symbol of the Freemasons, which is the G over, uh, like, in between the compass. Um, You can just look it up. It's pretty. Just look up Freemason symbol. This is whack. Yeah. Um, But underneath that symbol, it says um, that the New World Airport Commission, quotations around New World Airport Commission, Quotations? Yeah. Why would they need quotations? I don't know. Um, But they helped fund and build it. Now, okay. You remember me saying that the five-story building supposedly underneath might be a new world order command center. Yeah. Doesn't... New World Order sounds suspiciously like New World Airport Commission. Interesting. I know. Um, okay, but they helped fund and build it. Okay, if you add up the numbers of the dedication date, you get 33, which is actually the highest level of Freemason. Oh, bleh, bleh, bleh. A Freemason can get. I feel like that's just a little bit coincidental. Yeah, like you have to take out March. Yeah, that's take. That's a. That's a little bit. That's a stretch. Yeah, I know that. So Spooky. now is on to my absolute favorite part, besides the murals. My bud, Lucifer. Huh. Do you, do you not know what Lucifer is? <laughs> no. <gasps> well, I'm about to learn you a thing, okay? <laughs> okay. So, Lucifer is this giant, 32-foot-tall, 9,000-pound blue horse. May I ask, why did they need this? Um, well, 
you are about to know even weirder stuff about it. Its eyes glow red at all times of night and day. Did you see the eyes glowing red? Yeah. Huh? Do you know how many times I've flown into Denver? Is it, like, electric? Yeah, they're, like, light bulbs. Oh, then why is that weird? It's a giant, it's a 32-foot-tall blue horse that's standing up on its hind legs with glowing red eyes. Maybe they just wanted it for the aesthetic. Ah, yes, for the secret society aesthetic. Yeah, duh. Oh, yeah, of course, that's the aesthetic that all the kids are trying to get today. Forget about vintage. Forget about soft boy uwu. Mothman aesthetic is a thing. I I told you about that. I know, and that's why I'm saying it. I know, and I, like, low-key love it. (laughs) So why not a secret society aesthetic? I need to look that up on Pinterest once we're done. (laughs) There probably is something. Yeah, um, probably. There's probably, like, fan fiction about it, too. Most likely. Yeah. Okay. So, 32 foot tall, 9,000 pound, giant blue horse with glowing red eyes, named... It's actually nicknamed Blucifer. Yeah. What's his real name? I don't remember. Wow. So. Yeah, you're welcome. So... The statue is supposedly meant to represent the fourth horseman of the apocalypse in the book of Revelations in the Bible. Because Revelations is all about how, like, Jesus comes back and how the new coming is supposed to happen. And, okay, let me explain it to all of you people who don't go to church often. Me. So, basically, what's supposed to happen is at some point, Jesus will come back and all of the people who haven't repented, this is Baptist belief, because my family is Baptist. Um, Basically, all those who haven't repented, or this is like general Christian Baptist is, I don't understand the difference between like Baptist and Methodist, and I don't understand catholic no catholic is catholic i understand um i don't know what i'm talking about so (laughs) no it's based i'm not i'm clearly not catholic and i have like one friend that is and we don't talk about religion at school just because zero friends that are but i do know one person who is catholic yes um i think basically like they pray to the pope who prays to mary who prays who tells jesus I'm not sure. Yeah, I know that Mary's pretty prominent. I don't know. Okay. I'm not going to get yelled at because I'm ignorant. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's stop talking. Okay. Basically, what happens in Revelations is all the people who haven't said that they believe in Jesus' death and resurrection shall get... Why did I just say shall? Because... (laughs) Because I'm in Jesus mode. Victorian... I don't know. Just keep- <sighs> no. Um, that they are going to get sent to hell and that they will spend an eternity down there burning. Yeah, I think I heard about this. Yeah, I, I remember. This is really off kind of topic, but at the same time on topic. We were at this um, sleepover with the same girl I talked about whose mom has that weird 
poster thing in her kitchen. Yeah. Um, but we were at the sleepover. It was me and these three other girls, and we were chilling outside on our porch. And then all of a sudden, this other girl, she, she pulls up this video on YouTube, and it's this guy in his car talking about how Jesus is going to come back because the world is falling apart like earthquakes. Was this in 2012? <laughs> no, this was in um, this was when um, Hurricane, what's it called? Irma? Yeah, Irma came through. That was like two years ago. Yeah, it was pretty. It was a while ago, but I remember this because it freaked me out. But um, he was talking about how like the world is ending because all these like natural disasters and Jesus is coming back soon. And he's gonna kill everybody who hasn't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, um, well then. Yeah. Um. That's great. But okay, basically they're supposed to be. I. I from what I remember, I haven't read Revelations in a very long time. Um, I haven't read it at all. It's really confusing. Yeah. Like, it's all, the, like, the whole book is basically a prophecy. Creepy. But it's, it's actually really creepy, but also pretty cool. So, what happens is I think that there's a blinding light. Angels come down. They sound their trumpet 12 times. And for each time that they sound their trumpets... A different thing, like a different animal thing comes up. And the last one, I think, is, or the last four are these horsemen. The first horseman, the second horseman, the third horseman, and then the fourth horseman. The fourth horseman in the book of Revelations represents death. That was a huge tangent to go on to explain this. Dude, I'm confused. (laughs) Okay. Angels come down. They're like, yo, all you non-believers gonna about to die. So you better repent now or you going to hell. Um, Sound their trumpet 12 Mm -hmm. times. The last time these four... What? Toot toot. (laughs) (laughs) These... These four horsemen come down, and then the last one represents death. Basically, if you haven't repented by the time that the last dude comes, you about to go to hell and burn. Oop, well. And now, oop. Sex okay. for me. I'm too stubborn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yes. Any religious people who, for some reason, listen to this, I'm very sorry because I'm ignorant. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, no. Like <laughs> I don't know why I said yay. <laughs> yay, we're all about to burn. <laughs> yay. Yay. Okay. Okay. We've gone off on a tangent for like ten minutes. Go back <laughs> to your conspiracy. Okay. So Lucifer, you know our bud. Supposedly represents death. Then this is the very last point that I have before we get to talk about random stuff again. Out of all the horses, why would they choose that one? Like, the death one. I I think that that's, like, conspiracy. Okay, you'll see why some people think that it represents death. Okay. Because in 2006, its creator, I think it was installed around that time, like in 2007 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2006, it killed its creator by falling on his leg and severing an artery. So he bled out. Ew. So, also, 
remember, the reason that he bled out is because they are, like, 15 to 30 minutes away from the city. That is terrible. Just lying there. And, they, okay, where Blucifer is, is on, like, there's the main airport, and then it's, like, probably a few acres, maybe, like, ten acres out, and then it's on the very edge. That's so weird. And then you have to, and it's on this huge pedestal. And also, I mean, they would have to get him out from underneath that horse. My god, and they kept it up? Yeah. No. Okay, do you see why I did this? Yeah. It's so cool. But, so that, my friends, is all I have on... Denver Airport. Yeah. Woohoo. It's actually, like, really cool. Sounds cool. Don't go there, though. You do or don't? I don't. All right. Oh, why? Because it sounds freaky. Okay. Anyways, time so, for closing talking. Okay, so <laughs> before you know how we mentioned the hotel room incident, yeah, I hope that that came in. Um, so, because I have to edit this, and yeah. So, the hotel room incident of seventh grade. Nobi, would you care to start? Okay, yes, we are in seventh grade. We had been on this bus for, like, Four hours? Yeah, four hours. So long. I was tired. I had sat next to her the entire trip. I hated her. Yay. You're annoying. I was like, get me away from her. (laughs) Even though you're the one who showed me Shane Dawson. We were literally the last ones off the bus. So we were walking up to our hotel room. Everybody had already gotten in their hotel room. Everybody was like showering. We were just chilling. So we walk up. We get in our hotel room. We put our stuff down. There were four people in this hotel room. It was me, her... Um, dare dare in this other girl let's call alden alden okay so alden was jumping around we were yelling at her because we were like be quiet there are other people and then we go to take showers that's great so we take showers whoop-de-doo everything's fine everything's good um do you go over to the door because no um so the teachers come around and i had not locked the door and my mom was one of the teachers who was on the trip with us yeah um so, oh, by the way, we should probably mention me, Nobi, Dare, and Alden. We're all, like, best friends. Besties. Not not you. <laughs> just, You're just there. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of, like, low-key just there. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, my mom came by, and I hadn't locked the door. So, it was time for us. To, we have to put up our phones, and, like, we have to give them to them and put it in a basket. Um... So we all gave them, we all gave my mom our phones and everything was fine. And my mom joked and she said, you better lock your door because otherwise a murderer is going to come in here and kill you. So I laughed and I locked the door and there's an extra like bolt so that you just slide a thing over and then it bolts it. Like you can unlock it and open it and see who it is. It's Um, like the lock that the key card unlocks. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, no, then there's another one up top that doesn't, and that you have to lock from the, or, yeah, you have to unlock from the inside. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, we go, I get, like, we all, we're chilling, we're talking, and then it's, like, 10.30 at this point, and lights out is at 10.30. 
and or no it was like 11 and we didn't know what time lights out was so I went to the door to check to see if anyone if any of the teachers were walking by so I could ask and you looked through the peephole yeah and then I saw this girl okay I don't know what it is about girls and running past me and their ghosts but okay could easily turn into a supernatural story oh yeah so basically what happens is i look through the people and i see this girl run by completely black like it was just a shape and a like a blur almost but i saw her ponytail and most of the girls in my grade have ponytails and there's this one girl who's known for kind of being like mischievous i don't know She's just kind of messes around a lot. Yeah. And she was pretty short, so I thought that it might have been her. That it might have been, uh, I don't know, I, I'm not going to name her. Um, so I try to open up the door, and it doesn't open. I, I was kind of confused. And then who was it that came to shake the door? It was um, Alden. Yeah, so Alden walks up and starts... In, like <laughs> insanely shaking this doorknob and we were like now we were all like stop 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 like they're gonna get mad at us so our spanish teacher and my mom walk up and are like what are y'all doing and i just said i don't know i saw someone run past and i did we didn't know if it was lights out or not so we tried to open the door and it won't open like it's yeah, locked it was like it like so we tried to open the door, but the lock, it was facing horizontal. It was, it was upright. No, yeah, it was, hor- it was horizontal. And then we would try to open it. Which is it. the unlocked position. Yeah, the unlocked position. We try to open it, and then it'd go back into the locked position, which is par- parallel. So we were like, uh, what? Never time we do this, it just kept doing that. And so we were all freaking out. And then- because... My mom was like, is this a joke? Can y'all stop? It's late. Like, it's like 11. It's past lights out. Yeah. Y'all need to stop. And we were all trying to explain to her, like, this, we, and, like, like we don't know what's joke. happening. So my mom took my phone out of my case and slid it underneath the door because there was a big enough slot that, for, that she could get my phone under the door. So I FaceTimed her, showed her what was happening i opened i kept trying to open the door and it would slide back into locked and so we were all panicking she was panicking it was like midnight at this point yeah it was late <laughs> and we and also alden is a stress eater yeah she is she so is tiny have, yeah like she's so very skinny yeah, but a stress have, eater we have these gift bags that the hotel gave us and so like, each of us had one, and she literally ate, like, three of ours. Yeah, like, I had I had taken, like, there was nothing very good in there. Like, there was a bottle of water, a Rice Krispie treat, and I think, like, Cheez-Its. Yeah. Like, like it ate, wasn't great. Like, we all ate, like, our Rice Krispie treat, but, like, she literally ate everything, everything in there. <laughs> like, there were probably, like, four things other than the water. Yeah. She ate everything in there. We were all stressing out because we thought that we were going to die in there. Yeah. And so it was crazy. And so then our teachers called up a maintenance man. Oh, no. This guy. (gasps) This guy. This. Oh, he was. So he had this very thick country accent. 
Oh, no. drunk, not gonna lie. Oh, yeah, no, no. My mom calls him the drunk handyman. <laughs> he was definitely drunk. So he came up <laughs> and, um, I okay, I was the one handling all of this. Yeah, Amelia like, was the one talking. She was like, Hey, we're locked in our room. He was like, Oh, it's gonna be okay, baby girl. Keywords, baby girl. And like, I'm fine with hearing, like, I'm like, now I'm kind of fine, like, just hearing it, like, on TV, if I hear it, I don't think anything of it. But anytime any of my friends say anything, they always say it like this. Baby girl. Like, they say That's it very. He like. Yeah. He sounded. Oh, no. Ugh. I don't so, want to relive it. This guy, baby girl, you know. Talking about his yeah. roping so, daughter. <laughs> yeah. He kept talking the same story over, like, three different times. And he would say. You yeah, were standing at the door with me. Yeah. He. It was me, Amelia, and then um, Dare. Dare was trying to get Natalie, Alden to calm down. Yeah. Uh, God, I'm bad at forgetting yeah, names. Yeah, we're doing fake names, by the way. So, so if, you, if you can't tell. So, Alden was freaking out, and she ended up calling another room, like the room that was next to us. Yeah. And she and... was dialing random rooms, and <laughs> oh my gosh. They picked up. Alden goes, we're stuck in our room. Help. And then hangs up. <laughs> Which didn't help the situation because we were already, like, okay, before that, we were all sitting on this little couch thing that was in there playing Mad Libs, pondering what we did to deserve this and yeah. how we were going to die. We were so just, I was, it was not good. And so then we were already not allowed to be on the telephone, like the hotel telephone. Cause yeah. I, I think it like. It does something with the reception desk. It goes down to the reception desk so that they can hear the conversation. Yeah. So not only are you not allowed to be on it because of the hotel and because of our teachers, but it was also after lights out. So we weren't even allowed to be on a phone. Yeah. And so Natalie. Or... It's fine. If she doesn't listen and everyone already knows this story. So. Yeah. So let's just keep calling her fake name. So Alden like called they were the other people on the other line of the phone were freaking out because they thought like we had actually gotten stuck in a different room or no that, that we were getting kidnapped they yeah. thought that we were getting kidnapped like in a different hotel room we were stuck and we couldn't get out and not in our own room but nobody was helping us so they got freaked out they kept calling us back like every 10 seconds they would just call and we have to keep hanging up because they could the people on the other side of the door couldn't hear this phone because if they did then we get even more trouble than we already probably are in yeah <laughs> And so we were like, well, then. So that was going on. Plus, this creepy guy call- calling Amelia baby girl the entire time. Oh, God. I was jumping up and down. Like, I don't know if they could hear me, but anytime he called me baby girl, I was standing next to the door, like putting my ear against it, and I would pull back and jump. Like, I would, it was so, like, I looked like an ape, probably jumping that much because I was just that kind of weirded out but um so finally they couldn't get the door open so baby girl guy calls up (laughs) who we thought was named truck yeah we thought he was saying truck because of his country accent oh okay okay wait little context of why we were so scared of truck so before Alden was like oh my gosh what if they pull up a fire truck and we have to climb out of the window yeah, so we and thought, we all thought like, oh my gosh, that could happen. Not even thinking about you know them busting down the door. Yeah, we thought like, oh truck, he's gonna call down 
fire. Like, keep calling the fire truck, and we're going to have to get out. So we were super scared. But then, no, it wasn't truck. It was Chuck. In these amazing (laughs) cutoff jorts. (laughs) They were shorter than any shorts that I own. Yeah, Chuck is a skinny old man. Probably drunk, too. Probably drunk. Tired, because it's 3 a.m. He woke up. And it was more, okay, it was more like one. Yeah, whatever. In jorts and... Cowboy boots. Cowboy boots and that tank top that, like, cuts off. Yeah, like a cut-off flannel tank top. I did not know how this guy was not cold. Yes, it was. Oh, in a ball cap. He didn't talk that much. He was like, howdy, what's going on? And so he brought his power tools up, cut the door, the cut the bolt thing, and we got out. And we had to sleep in our teacher's room. And Okay, okay. So basically what happened was that... So the door, when I locked the door, this is the reason why we think that it's like low-key paranormal because all of this was just too perfect. Yeah. So I saw the girl run by. I locked or I locked the door and what happened was the deadbolt, like the bolt that goes inside the door frame so that no one can get in, got broken. Like the thing that connects the deadbolt to the handle and to the little lock thing broke so it was stuck in the door frame yeah and also this is not really involved with the story but the boys are on were they on the bottom level yeah no mm, yeah i think that they were below us yeah they were on the first floor we were on the second floor and so the, the boys later that morning that morning when we came downstairs to eat breakfast they were all like was anybody stomping because like there was at like three in the morning by which time we were already asleep yeah and we were already asleep at three so we told we were like oh yeah we got stuck in our hotel room so they that might have been it but they were like no this is like three not like one and we were like what and apparently everybody was asleep at three nobody was awake everybody went to sleep after like two because we had gotten out of our hotel room yeah and and they said the people who were in the room before below us, we this was the guy. These was bleh, bleh. okay. We they were the guys complaining about the stomping that came from above them. And let's say we were in four oh eight. Yeah, we were. They not- were in three oh eight, and they heard stomping directly above us. And there was no one in there after we got out. Yeah, and the, the entire- guys left. Yeah, and our entire floor is- was asleep. Yeah, our because t- our entire floor was taken up by the girls and our grades, and nobody else was on this floor. In our room, had and the been- girls need their beauty sleep. Yeah, and our room had been unoccupied because we had left and slept in another room that was across the hall. And there was nothing in that room. Like we had already taken all of our pillows, all of our shower stuff. Everything yeah. was already like they told us, "Hey, back up and grab your stuff." When they were about to cut the deadbolt. Yeah, and nobody's working on the door either because um. The maintenance man said he'd come by in the morning, and when we woke up, the door was still propped like it was. Yeah, the door was still wide open. And, like, there was... Clearly, no one had been in there. I mean... Nothing had changed. Obviously, the teachers weren't walking around at 3 a.m. in our room. Yeah, like... two hours after we got out of the room. And my mom was sharing a room with our Spanish teacher. And then we took the room... No... We took the room right across the hall from it. Yeah, which was the middle school director. We yeah, took was, her room. It was weird. They were, like, kind of freaked out. They were like, wait, what? 
Yeah, really like weird. everyone was kind of freaked out. It like was... all the boys, like were like, "What?" Like, so there was... were still a few of the guys that didn't know about it until drama class that one time. Yeah, they didn't know that like we got stuck in our room and stuff. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, but I definitely think it was kind of paranormal from you seeing a weird shadow, the boys hearing stomping at 3 a.m., and then us getting locked in a room. That's totally weird. Like, it could all just be a coincidence and just creepy ghost things happen, but, like, still. Yeah, I, it was, it was, like, too, yeah, that hotel, it was too perfect together to not be kind of weird. Yeah, that hotel was definitely creepy. Like, it was a really funny story, but if you think about it, it could totally be something kind of creepy. Yeah, okay. So, now that we're at the end of that, um, I said this, I don't know if I said this at the beginning or not. If I did, I'll just clip it out. It's fine. Um, so, today, before we started, reco- before we tried to record, like, two hours ago, um, I looked at, like, where the oh, people yeah. who listen are from. I think you said this at the beginning. I'm gonna restate and re-say it and if I did then I'm just gonna clip it out it's fine okay um but basically before there were people from Virginia Georgia and England hello England folks hello um (laughs) and there they go I'm literally gonna lose everyone (laughs) yeah so they're only here for me so go away Becky I'm everyone sorry if anyone's named Becky. Please don't go away. Everyone hates me. <laughs> Even you. I feel neglected. Okay. So, I checked it today at, like, it's about 6.48 right now. Yeah, um, we've been trying to record this for, like, three hours. Yeah, it's not okay. So, I first checked it at, like, four-something. And so, I noticed that there were three states in the u.s and an extra country that's listening to us so like i'm freaking hyped so hello hello everyone how are you doing (laughs) hello new people from texas california iowa and the special two people from canada canada (laughs) woo and like, honestly, I'm so happy that there are actual people listening to us because we have, like, 18 listeners. I mean, they probably just accidentally listen to us and are just like, oop, never mind. I don't want to listen to these people anymore. <laughs> no, no. But, like, I think that they have to click the follow thing. Wow. I feel loved. I know. Like, this is actually making me really happy. So I, I apologize for the crappy recording schedule again. Yeah, sorry. But we will try to do our best because I don't have anything until school or I have to go to Dallas. We're going to try. We'll link all that stuff, like the ransom note and the murals and then the BuzzFeed article. I'll link all of that. Also, let's end on a high note. I got a trendy water bottle. This is (gasps) Did you get a Hydro Flask? I had a Hydro Flask. And now I have a Nalgene bottle that's really cute, and I'm putting stickers on it. Um, excuse you, you're copying me, so you're <laughs> calling me aesthetic. Thank you so yeah. much, my dear friend. Well, my Nalgene bottle's prettier than yours. It has a Kermit on it. No. Okay, send me a picture. I will. Okay. Right. So we should probably end this now. <laughs> so 
I'm going to relist all the people because I'm just so happy. <laughs> so thank you, everyone from Iowa, California, Texas, Virginia, Georgia, the we two special from- people in Canada, and Is then it- the Wait. one person, the one special person from special England. Butterfly. Hello. Okay. Well, goodbye. See you. Later. Goodbye, everyone. See you. See you.